So the more niggerish, the bigger the check? Nah, it's not. That's not it could be a sliding scale. It's I'm not okay proportionate to, it's, it's, to it's, niggerdry. Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. We're going to listen to the force on this one. Get all like, that way to protect the protect. You get a check, but what you need, you need education. You need a support system. We're talking about reparations. Because everybody can't have. It's happening. You just can't just be out here giving everybody it, it's talk. It's talk. It's about, why out, why it's, about, it's, about creating, it's about creating generational why not? wealth. Because people will just spend it. I some, listen, people, I some people will. Everybody some people get a tax will. return if they are eligible. Yeah. Some you know, people will. Some people will. We I need. Say, you get it. And you need a representation in the middle system. class. And that's. I, I, I need to create a middle uh, hard core middle class so, that's so then maybe that's, you have a business idea like you need to be like the reparations financial if, manager yeah, if you like, have never you should make some money off that but like yes. that's not required of the government just give me give them the money no because then it's just going to go back in the hands of the people who took them took everything from them before yeah, but, be but, like, but, be at least it would have gone through their hands <laughs> first that's <laughs> what i'm saying <laughs> that's, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's not what grills. this is about Wait, this is about you were you were just saying you don't want people you just said because of the morality yeah. Morality, politics. I'm, I'm basing it off a of laser beam. This is not <laughs> the, the thoughts and feelings of laser beam or laser beam. of catalyst. Laser beam. You just said AUS. Yeah. African American descendants of slavery. Exactly. Check it out. Exactly. Double Black put me onto it. Double Put my goddamn check. <laughs> Peace <laughs> to Double Black. But uh, this is the Begin Podcast. We in the building. We doing our thing. Uh, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, I am your weekly, uh, hopefully weekly on a regular basis, host Catalyst. Um, got the crew with me, minus one. Once I, uh, That guy that we were talking about, he's not here. Double black. We miss you, bro. Um, but right next to me in the orange shirt, I got... Laser Beam. Uh, talking about reparations. Camilla Harris, Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker. They're Separation by reparations. Kamala Harris. I was trying to make her to my knee. <laughs> Kamala. Right. That's, that's, yes. Don't let her hear that, man. She's going to get you. Yeah, she yeah. is. Um, and then after him, I got... Yo, what up, everybody? It's the one and only Force, your family, uh, family guy right here. Friendly neighborhood rap dad. Ready to talk about uh, some web slinging. Let's do this. Web slinging. And then last, but most certainly not least, I got... Cord Winter Blurred. So happy to be back. So happy to be talking we about this We missed you. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. It's yeah. Back so, in the house. So today we talking about our, everybody's favorite web slinger. Who is that? Spider-Man? Um, Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, it's going to be a, a wonderful episode. Uh, it's actually one of my uh, top end Marvel movies. So Whoa, I can't wait to talk mm. about it. I actually, I really enjoyed it, man. It was great. It was mm. great. Um, so we're going to kick it off. You know, we don't normally have... Uh, uh, anyone else other than Double Black do what we do initially, which is surmise the plot and what's going on, but he's not here, so uh, who wants to do that? 
Alright, I, I, I'll start out. Okay, so Spider-Man Far From Home picks up after Endgame. The, the, um, everybody is back, the world is fixed, and has moved on, like you do. And people have, have adjusted. Now, Peter Parker has, is, is dealing with the legacy of Tony Stark, feeling that burden. And, but he want, he's a 16-year-old kid, and he wants to go on a class trip. So this, this movie, like a lot of the best Marvel movies, is a, a genre movie with superheroes tacked onto it. And the genre of this movie is, the, is, a, is a European vacation yeah, class movie. Trip. Class trip. There are a couple of movies that came out in the 80s. I think there's one like Gotcha, and there's another. Yeah, there's a whole... Yeah. It's a whole kind of where basically American kids go to Europe and get caught up in some spy shit. And that's what yep. this kind of movie is with superheroes grafted onto it. Right. So um, so we're, we're introduced to Spider-Man and his, if you, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that everybody's listening to this has seen, has seen Endgame. If you haven't, if you if you haven't watched any of the Marvel movies, you don't understand what's going on. Go, you get, gotta come watch. on. Yeah. And with I'll that being it. said, I'm sure you already got it. But spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah this yeah, movie is no a huge spoiler alert. Come you should have seen yeah. Endgame, but you might not have seen this yet. So come spoiler on, alert. Right. Yeah. So the, this this um, Spider-Man and uh, Peter Parker and his friends, MJ, Ned, yeah. Flash, Betty. They were all snapped. They were all they all disappeared for five years. So yeah. five years of their life is gone. So that kind of brings them together as a crew, and they're going on this class trip. Mm-hmm. They're also going with some of their fellow classmates who were, you know, who are now their their who were their who were their younger siblings or their friends' younger siblings who are these skinny little kids, and now they're they're grown up and like yeah. super hot and romantic rivals, and that adds some adds some comedy to the and some tension to the to the adventure to that particular story Um, because a lot of those European vacation story movies are you know a a guy's going on a class trip and he wants to talk to this girl (coughs) that he's had a crush on forever and he's gonna he has some plan to take her to whatever yes where the Eiffel Tower or whatever in these movies they, they gotta plan to take her somewhere and tell her how they feel and that's the basic plot of this movie that's all Peter Parker wants to do and then all the superheroing and spy shit gets in the way and that's what makes it fun um, it's based on my life and that's basically the movie they go to Europe and hijinks ensue with the villain who who's who's a ostensibly hero Mysterio Mysterio and we want to talk about Mysterio for a minute yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll talk about Mysterio because, to be honest, he was one of my favorite parts of the entire movie. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal does an impeccable job as Mysterio, even if this Mysterio doesn't feel, I guess, the most authentic. But uh, the Mysterio from this oh, movie great. is a, a former employee of Tony Stark. Uh, he was ousted in a uh, very embarrassing manner and he used the technology experience and things he learned to make these drones that can put illusions in front of you and even make you feel as though you are taking physical damage they are very high uh, high 
tech uh, drones and high tech uh, imagery that you're seeing in front of you, and he can often get away with grandiose feats of, uh, I guess, magicianry uh, with yep. this. And that's um, that's the character. Yeah, um, and so in this movie, I you know even though uh, I'm normally a stickler for it being like comic lore, and even though I'm not the most well versed, like I'll go and look it up to try and make sure that I know like what I'm trying to base it off of uh, but it, it just felt right you know like sometimes it doesn't always have to be to the T it just felt right uh, yes. there's a scene in the movie where he gives a speech to a bunch of other people that worked other places <laughs> with right. him like that it was it was top notch like I'm, I'm not gonna get into in depth with it uh, or ruin that scene for you but he, he gives a speech about how everybody is integral to what he's pulling off right now and that's when you I guess if you know what's going on like you'll, you'll realize who he is before that but that's the movie's reveal of what's really going on exactly and, and, uh, and if you're any kind of spider-man fan i gotta yeah, i gotta yeah. tell you you saw those you saw those trailers you saw mysterio as a hero and you're thinking this mysterio a hero but this is how you're like yeah come on you know who yeah, mysterio right, right. is it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Well, mysterio and, and is and the master of illusions yeah i'm not gonna lie force called it in the and movie that, theater. Well, and that's and that's the thing is that he is a tr- the traditional mysterio just with some different polish yeah to him yeah, I like, that. like you know his his whole thing is that he he's an you know a trickster an illusionist and uh, it was well executed so good job with that to, to take a like a B level hero that not a lot of people know villain. so I'm uh, sorry villain make people make people think it's a hero because mm-hmm. most people wouldn't do the deep dive so I, I like that that was solid yeah, yeah. No, yeah uh, for most of the audience of the MCU films they're not deep. Uh, they don't. They, people don't know that, um, and so they won't yeah. make you know, you know, any variance in the actual character as opposed to the character they see on screen. But I guess the big point of this is just Jake Gyllenhaal pulls it off, man. Um, he's he he's, he's vibrant, really good. Yeah, like he's got a lot of energy, and the energy is well placed. Um, uh, and what I really liked about the character is like someone who would be a trickster like that is someone who's try to make you comfortable and and uh, engage you in a way that like not only makes you think that they are highly intelligent and relevant, but to relax you, pull your guard down. You know what I'm right. saying? Make you gullible in a, in a way and sense. And I got a lot of that from this movie. There's multiple scenes where yeah, you know, Mysterio, Mysterio yeah, is is trying to be your best friend, but that's when he knows like he yeah. can't tell a lie or he doesn't, you know, there's no way out of this alibi. Like, he just wants you to not think about it and stuff. And so there's subtle things like that where, you know, I, I just think, you know, Hall pulls it off. So, right. um, Far From Home, uh, best aspect of the whole movie was Mysterio and I'm glad he was a focal point right and there's other there's other characters another good thing about this movie I thought is that all the supporting characters had their their moments Ned and Betty had their little thing going on which is entertaining MJ gets to have her her moments of discovery and that and even even um what's the the MJ's what's the Asian dude's name? Oh, uh, the the character is um, it's like, it's Brad Davis. Brad, right? Play that's, Brad. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> now, now, look, how old is that dude though? Real uh, fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in real life, so they're all supposed to be sixteen, but in they real, te- they technically should be twenty one, but they're still sixteen. Right. Yeah, yeah. They technically yeah, right, should right. be twenty one. Yeah, there's even a throwaway line in that where one of the characters is, has an ID that you know says he's 21. He's trying to get a drink, and then yeah, they get yeah. they get called out just to be. He said, "But I am." Uh, sorry, um, it, it's, IMDb it's, it's doesn't, good stuff. doesn't have his uh, his age. I'll have to like Google. 
uh, or in yeah. real life. Yeah, yeah real, I, I, oh, I, man, I was just he's, curious. Because listen, man, Asians ain't Asian. Mid-20s. I'll find out. <laughs> we, keep, we keep going. I'll find out. He's, he's not in high school. I promise you that. Right, like, this dude, man, it's, it's like, there's a lot of Japanese TV shows where these cats are in their 30s, their 40s, their 50s, and they're still playing like 20 years olds and, and, and convincing. This little hair dye, yeah. and they're good to go. I'll give you that. It, it was convincing. Um, with that being said, uh, Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm also he, going, he, I'm making a whole bunch of declarative He's the statements. best Peter Parker. Uh, I think... What is, uh, what's the difference? Like, in, in the I movies, think, I don't think there's a big difference. I think, what's the name is the best Spider-Man? Uh, uh, Tobey Maguire? No, no. Uh, Andrew Holland? No. No, so you guys are on this Spider-Man? Uh, Spider-Man. I, I think I was, like uh, that dude? I don't know his name. Miles Morales? Miles Morales. It's yes. my favorite oh, Spider-Man. Oh. Uh, That's my favorite Spider-Man. Are you talking about Spider Verse? I, I will we'll say the, That's la, not the live best action live action. action. Acting, no. the best yeah, live like, action. That wasn't Spider-Man. your criteria. Okay. <laughs> well, the best live action Spider Man is Tom Holland. If we want to get uh, that specific, yes. uh, That's I, all I'm saying. I get. I feel you. Uh, Spider Verse was amazing, but uh, yeah. This, so I, Tom was, Holland did a great job. This was the best live action Spider Man movie. I think I, so. I'll, I'll throw that the, down there. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll throw that gauntlet down. I think this series uh, is the, is the best because the first one I feel like is just as good as this one. I think they, they nah, I think they hold a candle to each other. The first one wasn't bad. Like it wasn't bad, but this was a good movie. Th- this had this was actually a really good movie. Right. I, I gotta say, it had a fun a, to it. It yeah. just propelled itself. It had a different energy to it. Yep. The stakes were higher. The first Spider-Man movie, it felt small. The take the stakes felt small. Well, and time, when you didn't you feel know? like everyone was kind of nervous to see how they were gonna fit Spider-Man into this. MCU. I mean, the Vulture is basically yeah, a villainous. Post it's like a villainous Fred Sanford. Man, that's basically what he was. He's just on the junkyard. He's just working. I'm coming for you. He's in Elizabeth. I'm coming. He's Elizabeth. I'm coming. He had a red Elizabeth. truck. Man, he's a, that's basically he what he was. He came over there, Spider Man, you big dummy. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to pick up this junk from, from Stark. From the Stark's junk. So you the got, character, I, I found it. Brad Davis, played by Remy uh, High. Remy He. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's his name. It's H I I. Uh, he's 32 years old. Damn. He was born in 1986. Oh. This man. <laughs> he's older than me. And I, don't, and, I can't and play you, a high school you student. You just he's bought it. And you bought twice it. the age of the character he's supposed to be. They ain't aging. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, oh, that's good. That's Asians good. ain't aging. Yeah. Say black don't crack, but man. We got <laughs> and he's he's like, I'm in high school. <laughs> Peter, you better get out of here. <laughs> like, he's 10 years older than Tom Holland. Tom <laughs> Holland is 23. Right, right. <laughs> real, I do know that. Like, that's crazy. And it was a, it, he was uh, only an age nine, and it actually it worked because everybody else was blipped. So he is, he was the age non-appropriate actor in there, mm-hmm. and but it, it felt, it felt, it worked because you know he's supposed to be older than everybody else. No, no, he's supposed to be more contemporary. He was eleven, it, like, yeah, and it, no, exactly. What I'm saying is like you're supposed to, you get that feeling that he's he he aged, he wasn't blipped. So everybody who's blipped. They didn't get the chance Everybody, to like experience yeah, life felt, through that five felt years. Younger. They just even did. if he's supposed to be the same age, he's he's see, he's supposed to seem older. He grew up in a hard world where half of the people were gone. <laughs> yeah, they it. don't they don't pick up just garbage. Like the and they don't pick up and cars just be everywhere. Cars five be everywhere. years later, I'm just you know, like, hey, but they build monuments. Yeah. Right? Allocate <laughs> <I'm laughs> some resources. What yeah. do we got next? Give everybody um, who- so. Uh, so that's the the high school shenanigans and like a lot of like. I'm trying to get MJ to like me and all that stuff. And then, so, um, we're going to uh, just talk about... Um, 
the, I want to talk about the, Mysterio. The, so, uh, Mysterio. So, the next thing is Mysterio, the villains of right. the MCU. And, and, uh, or, or of the villains of the Spider-Man movies. And, I, I, and we were talking about this as well. The, the Spider-Man movies for Marvel, the, the Marvel-Sony team-ups have bought... And maybe it's because they've only had the the C list villains like the um, you know they didn't have they couldn't use I mean Doc Ock had been done uh, the the Green Goblin had been done Rhino Electro had been done Rhino had been done and so they had the lizard the lizard had been done so so they had to use you know they they had to use you know the Vulture in the first movie and again he was it it was amazing he like uh, it made you know, like you say, Birdman was playing the vulture. Yeah, yeah. And the Birdman was the Birdman, man. Birdman was the vulture. It was such a such a good. What happened to that boy? And, and <laughs> that's from the rapper. <laughs> and he was. Is you finished or is you done? And Michael Keaton played that role really well and, and made you care about the vulture. Michael Keaton, uh, the vulture, and Mysterio are two of the best. Two of the Marvel best villains. Marvel villains. Yeah, I mean, you, they're up there with with. Um, with uh, Killmonger. Killmonger and and uh, Thanos, as far as Thanos. I know. Well, it's hard because yeah. you got to pick a villain who's down to beat up a little kid. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, That's right. pretty much it. It's like grown men beating up children, and it's he, hard. It's like, a, I guess. yeah, I guess. it is. That's what's that's beating up a high school kid. Yeah, like, 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 that's a high school kid that can pick up a car. A high school kid. You know what I'm saying? That's a kid who can pick up a car. I punch those limits. Punch you in your motherfucking face. he's just a dude. <laughs> yeah, right. At that point, like you a grown man, you can. This kid's flipping around, picking up, throwing cars around, man. That's, that's, I can't that's do a different that. thing. Yeah, those <laughs> are the limits. So they, they, uh, the, these, these movies. I think Marvel has a, a way of of giving in their best work, giving these, villains a a or a heavy their, their, a motivation and a character of their own. That makes them interesting, and and in and the the movies that I like best in this series, uh, Loki, um, uh, you know the, the character, character, yeah, the characters, yeah. Loki. Whenever Loki's a like Loki is a villain in the first Avengers movie, kind of drives that. He's, He's a the scene villain stealer in in Thor, um, it and he drives that, um, and and uh, Killmonger in Black Panther because Black Panther, T'Challa. Is is not a very interesting character. He's nope. cool, but he's not a very interesting character. And you have need... to like do some real deep diving into his psyche to get anything right, out of him. Right, to get anything out of him. You're he's... like, oh, he's tortured about his dad. But, and his, like, right. but otherwise, he's just a flat yeah. one note. Come into America. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's not know, even as interesting as Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, he's, like... a, he's a king. <laughs> he's got superpowers. He's really good looking. It's like, like what, are you, what, are you, what are you trying to identify with him? It's like, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. You get a character like Kill, so you need a villain like Killmonger, to somebody with that that can give him something to reflect back on. You know, that's 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 just like um, that's why Batman needs the Joker because without him, he's just running around being with poor people, and, <laughs> and that sucks. Yeah, you crazy know. poor people. And um, um, so, uh, and that's the best. And the Spider-Man movies, in my opinion, have have given. Uh, two of the best, the Vulture and Mysterio, two of the best, fully realized characters with with their own motivations and their own missions. So, so they feel that the conflict feels organic and real and interesting, and it's easier to invest in. What do you say to the critique 
that they both are just mad ex-employees of like the Avengers slash Tony Stark that they're both just well, like well that's well that that's well, fine because well, that pays into it because he's because Peter in this in the movies they in both the MCU, have the same they're like we were wronged by our but boss, Peter is, and now is Stark's gonna... heir so he's kind of cleaning up after Stark's mess which you know? is it's an interesting thing too but I I, I have liked yeah. the fact that uh, both of the villains they're on their own crusade and Spider-Man kind of stumbles into yeah because that's kind of what know, happens to him typically. Yeah, yeah exactly. well, and, and that's the thing is that, and that's what really gives it some weight is because, uh, you know, Peter's he's young, he's a high school kid, and he's getting his education in these streets, just like trying to do good. And the next thing you know, he's like fighting these people who don't really want to fight him. It's not like they're really coming for him until yeah. they have to come for him. Yeah, until he gets in there. And, and and I like the feel like uh, Jake Mysterio in, in this movie is like, I, you know, you're a good kid. I don't want to kill you, but, but I guess I got it. <laughs> like, got it now. Yeah, you were in my yeah. I got plans, and you've yeah, my uncovered way. them. Yeah, I'm ruthless. Yeah, so I like that. Yeah, I, I thought that's that was. Awesome. And um, you think about the 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 Marvel movies that uh, all right. So uh, Iron Man, the first Iron, all the Iron Man movies, even Iron Man two had strong, yeah, you know, Whiplash, Iron, but that they, their villains were you. Well, the interesting thing about that is that Tony Stark, the way Robert Downey Jr. played him, he's almost his own villain. He's almost his yeah, own Yeah, he's enemy. his own conflict. So you didn't Especially, really... yeah. So no. the, the villains didn't need to... You know, that's what made those movies work. And if you look at some of the Marvel movies that didn't work as well, say like Ant-Man, and because, you know, mm-hmm. you... These... So you talk, yeah, you talking that whip wop. I was going to say that. Was over like, here that's like one of my favorite. In they, terms of villain, but you didn't they, they, about that. But, but, but the first, in terms the first of anime, Yellow Jacket was dope. The uh, second movie uh, sucked. Uh, the second movie was garbage. Like, I like the villain. The, well, hold on, I'll take it. The second movie wasn't terrible, but the villain was, was garbage. Yeah, like, yeah. It, I didn't even care. Yellow Jacket was, I liked Yellow Jacket. I, like, I, thought, right, I thought the final fight was like. That was the fight. was cool, but I didn't care about the villain. Just what he's like, I took some drugs and went crazy. Yeah, <laughs> um, Midsummer. <laughs> Go see that outstanding movie. I know you like Ant Man, and I like it too, and you like it more. But like, what, what about Yellow Jacket? That's interesting. Like, this dude's just crazy. It's so. It's, 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 it's not even that. Like, I just feel like it. It makes sense, yo. Just, like sometimes a villain doesn't have to be that deep. You know uh, what I'm yeah, saying? It like it, it, uh, it can be pulled. Up. No. Yeah, it does for me. It, did you like Shazam? Who had the most one-dimensional villain ever? Like we don't have to get oh, into wait. this argument now. Like, no, we like one. Shazam that was a great. Like, that villain, I think, was, well, I that think, villain was so basic. Well, what? think about. Or, or if we're gonna go, if we're gonna keep the apple, keep the apples, apples okay. comparison. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. And do Marvel movies? Think about. Think about Thor: Dark World. Where that didn't even have like a distinct villain. Yeah, it was, was like the was, elves. See, yeah, well, it was it was uh, <laughs> it was elves. It was it was, <laughs> it was multiple. Elves. It was one dude who was yeah. in charge of them. the dark uh, elves. Yeah, Malekith. Malekith. Yeah, Malekith. Yeah, Malekith. Yeah, Malekith. Yeah, Malekith. Yeah, he was so bad. He was so non-distinct. You forgot about him. You were like, it's just a bunch of them, right? No, I mean, like, I know he was there, but like, it didn't feel like he was the head villain. So I guess you're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. Um, but you know, on top of that. Like yeah, I guess this counts, but like Abomination was terrible. Like yep. you know, yeah. like that Abomination in that Hulk and, movie was garbage. Yeah, and again, like, that's he didn't really, and that's the movie. I wasn't can't that defend good. it. Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> so I don't but know, if man. you think about the did, like, he, movie, like, like the best movie, Civil Civil War, up. where the villains are the other heroes, or 
or The Winter Soldier, which I is still my one of my favorite Marvel movies, where you know the the villain is the Winter Soldier, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and, and that's, that's great, and and um, you know even even uh, and and I know I know Double Black is somewhere like smiling for no reason with Ultron. Age of Ultron. Oh, you know, Ultron yeah. was a solid, even if I didn't agree with everything, and the execution uh, could have been better. He, I don't think. He no, was. because like, I, uh, there's so many things with Ultron. Like they put, uh, essentially, like every time he fights them, he gets whip whopped. He gets knocked <laughs> the fuck out. Like you can go to scene to scene, like he gets handed to him, and it's like his thing is just. I'll be back. And you know, it's like he's whack. I'm gonna go get repaired. He's just back. I'm gonna come back at you. Said I need a new. He's just master of sarcasm. All right, didn't fit. But whatever. That's what. That's on me. And Yellow Jacket wasn't that. Like he'll come through. No, I actually I like Yellow Jacket more than Ultra. I was about to say the same exact thing. Okay, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Enough of a tangent. But I'm just saying. We talking villains. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal was still better than all of them. Absolutely, and Jake Gyllenhaal, Michael Keaton, Michael B. Jordan—I I will say the top three Marvel villains that they got—they got good roles. They could kind of sink their teeth into and act the hell out. And and um, and uh, and Loki, you know, Loki yeah, is. is yeah. But he's such a—you know—he's almost kind of come full circle. Yeah, he's the—he's the. Yeah, like, but he, he still portrayed the the, the character. But with sometimes such, he, when he was a villain, like especially in Avengers one, right? And he played know. the character with such such uh, Yo, such charm. I gotta say, Mysterio is the new god of illusions and trickery. That's it. Uh, Loki, you're retired. That's cool. Uh, he, got, he got the Loki show coming. Loki, all, what does Loki do? He's just like <laughs> I just do. The you try to shoot me, and I go <laughs> shimmer. Like this, <laughs> like the Loki, Loki show. Yeah, exactly. Take that show away and give him to Mysterio. That's oh, how like a talk Mysterio show. Mysterio <laughs> is the god of illusion. And I'll, like, I'll say this on, as, a, as a fan on, of the comics, and when Mysterio nah, was first introduced, he was basically putting Spider-Man through some acid trips. Yeah. That scene, and that happens in this movie. Like Whoa. he's just like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on. Like, like he tricks the motherfuckers oh, to buy a train. That was hot. And, you, and he is, thought he actually got hit by a train, which well, he did, and he did. <laughs> that was a real train. That's why he limped, and he was like, my neck and my back. Oh, so Doctor he, said okay, I yeah, yeah, he, he, he tricked him into going front and to of hit a real train. train. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah a real train. That great. scene was from beginning. That's my favorite scene. But, in the but even great. more so, the scene where he has all the dudes, the fake guys, like jump on top yeah, of him. That's that's he that's thought he was getting punched in the face, like, and it's just drones. that was amazing. I thought that was that was. Yeah, really Loki well is done. the god of mischief. Don't you? Mm-mm. Yeah. What is, no, no, my man, what can he do? He got. He, he's got. Hey, what his can he hands do? are drones. He's got plans exactly. within plans, man. What can Loki do? Loki can't match Mysterio yeah, with this can. power. Yeah, he can with Loki. with his thousands of years of experience. Loki, yeah, sure. Loki would send him to another dimension. It's Loki like gets a, gets whopped by Valkyrie in like ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. like he's a god. Valkyrie's so a would Mysterio. What are you like, talking listen, about? You didn't so see Spider Man one punch man him. He yeah. knocked the lights Bop. out of him. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will say, but Mysterio was still in it. I will say, with beam with this, if if with with the powers that they that they with the powers that, that they have, the shit out of him. So. Well, you put the, you know, but he could, you know, maybe he could, maybe he could fuck with the Asgardian, so he couldn't even see him because he's in a whole different world. Yeah, know. good, good luck with that in Loki, son. Just good or, luck, or Thor, right? Yeah. Like, but come on. With the power, like, but the, with the powers Doctor that have Strange been demonstrated real, in the movies, like, 
a real Doctor Strange sent Loki's ass falling for like 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. He's Doctor Strange, though. Like, all of these people you've said are like eons right. more powerful than then, Mysterio. That's what I'm saying. That's what you said. I'm saying you can't put Mysterio in You can't in put level. Mysterio in uh, this box. Mysterio uh, will come to this party with a knife to a gunfight. So, yeah. all right. So, what I do want to say is that I like with the powers, uh, but the powers have been I don't demonstrated in the movies. Like what? What? I think Mysterio has like done a lot. It how how but how he was portrayed. Real. Like as soon as somebody can like read through the fact they're not actually getting hurt. Like it's all. But that's the point of the movie. I mean, think about what's the most. That, but like he's Spider Man. That's live, one dude. We live in a world now where the president of the United States is up in a, in a world that's not real just like re- literally created a fantasy yeah, world but like, and made us all live in it that's you, a Mysterio shit well, Mysterio exactly. needs right an EMP exactly. and you're done son that's it <laughs> yeah, like a quick enough. EMP and then you're done yeah. power set is not you know whatever it's not on the level of gods I got you just saying alright alright one thing I did like about the villains of, of this Loki. movie is that for a lot of the other Spider-Man movies there was always two villains you know that, yeah, and right. when this one came out, they hit you with the okie doke because you saw what you know. You saw Mysterio and what you thought was Hydro Man. Right, right. And I, right. for one, got excited. I was ready if for you Hydro know Man about, too. Uh, some Spider-Man lore. Hydro Man is up there, and Sandman. And Sandman, and so, right? And so I was like, I, is that the Sand Monster? Is that a Sandman? Are they creating these characters? Mm. And uh, they even pulled an illusion on us. So Mysterio got us all. I oh, feel yeah. like. Oh yeah. So uh, mm. what I was saying before is Force predicted it all. Because we were sitting in the theater, and when that big water monster came up first, we were like, oh, yeah, that's Hydro Man. And we leaned over to each other later, and I was like, oh, is is that really real? Like, the elementals and stuff? And he goes, mm, no, <laughs> and just sits back. And I was like, oh. And I, and I picked it up. Well, you don't want to spoil it for people. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but it, if it, you were yeah, any kind yeah. of Spider-Man, if you had yeah. any knowledge of Spider-Man, but, but I any like, knowledge of Mysterio, you knew how this movie was going to go but how they got there was so clever and interesting it made it worth watching yeah and i'm glad they didn't go with the two two villain format i thought that was that was kind of trite like the batman movies did that for a bit so did like it was like the villain team ups i used to meet you back yeah Uh, yeah every yeah all the original batmans besides the first one it was a team up they were like let's get it on yeah that's funny uh true Uh, yeah yeah, catwoman penguin Poison Ivy and Freeze, Freeze. Riddler and Riddler and Two Face, and, and then yeah. even in other movies, Joker Ooh. and Two Face, and yeah. ba- and uh, Bane and Bane Ra- and, and Talia. Talia. Uh, I guess there's only one villain in Batman Begins. Yeah, just Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. yeah. No, Razagul and Scarecrow. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, he Scarecrow, Scarecrow. Right, yeah. Y'all gotta give me that. Yeah, he, 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 he did. I'll give you Mysterio, that. Mysterio, he's better Scarecrow that. than Scarecrow. Like with the Batman I games, compare apples to oranges earlier right. with the universes. I'm just what? saying. That's, well, I just thought of you something. Know, though. I'm they, just saying he out Scarecrow. Scarecrow. I, I, I just thought of something. It, it, it's Animal. it's long been said that Batman has the best rogues gallery, has the best villains. But what I'm thinking about what what with what the MCU is doing with Spider-Man villains. They're turning them into Batman. They're, they're really stepping up the game because Spider-Man has a deep rogues gallery, which is what makes him an interesting character. I mean, he's got... I mean, you could... You yeah, could, they have this... You yeah. could probably name about 10 Batman villains off the top of your head. You could probably make name 10 Spider-Man villains off the top of your head. Yeah, they, but well, there's not another superhero that you could probably do that that for, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think they're... They're equivalent in that aspect that they right. have uh, a deep world gallery. Danny Streets. Yeah. 
Yeah, because they're the street. Yeah, they're street. They're street street level heroes. They need they need villains. They gotta. You yeah. know, you can't fight street level giant right? Kevin Gates. robots, <laughs> yeah, <they> train. <laughs> monsters. The block. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah they, their their thing is not fighting the giant monsters normally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nothing comes out of space, and they're like, let me send in Batman, Batman or like, Spider Man. Nah. You're like, we oh, good. Yeah. But <laughs> Thor comes out, and they out there in the streets with the crazy people. Yeah, uh, that's fair. So um, what we got next. Uh, so I wanted to hit with a little uh, thing I noticed in the movie. Oh, is that um, it's during the whatever the scene where he's swinging around with MJ uh the like little atrium building that he he swings into it says uh it's like Oscorp oh I didn't catch it I did not catch yeah. that either yeah so I feel like that's out there trying to plant maybe that's uh, no that's big that's a big uh, one some seeds yeah. of like um that's I big. noticed that but I didn't think it was that significant I did notice that well, oh I, that's I'd that's because Oscorp leads you into right. Green Goblin and a whole we, yeah we said that earlier, Osborne, like, right. when, you, yeah. when you say it now I, I remember seeing it I just didn't think it was yeah. anything yeah. so I think it was just like uh in a worse movie anyway uh like in Bat, uh Man of Steel like there was like Scorp stuff on buildings yeah. or, and, or, or Wayne or Wayne, Wayne tech, stuff right. on, and, and stuff so it's like it's like they're leaning they're like we're leaning towards getting some uh, you know Harry Osborne uh, Oscorp well, stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say I am I am down I with that's... more, more MCU Spider Man Marvel team ups. I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, I will say I was surprised that there was not a Pepper Potts cameo hmm. somewhere. Yeah, with all like, like with rescue. All, well, happy yeah, was, but happy like was in there, though. Happy was in there, but I just thought maybe just a little boop because just her like, not yeah. in the suit. Not in a suit, just like a, even a call. Like I thought that I, I yeah. was I was expecting it, and they didn't give it to me. No, that would have been. She's yeah. dealing with a five year old man. She's and she's a billionaire. Yeah, shit so. to do. And she yeah, she's a billionaire. She <laughs> said I heard about him. <laughs> but, I heard he was causing but, some problems. But, but Uncle Peter. But you know, Uncle yeah. Peter was there. Like he loved. Yeah. You know Tony. So I I kind of and Happy was there. Which the weird with the happy shout out to Marissa Tomei that was yeah that, that was another, that was another subplot them. and yeah. I'm I'm okay all right all right if you as a spider as a Spider Man fan or as a Spider Man why well, I mean I know yeah, yeah how do you feel about hot Aunt May yeah I'm down with the Aunt May I'm at the, I'm of the age where I'm, some people are hating on hot Aunt May Catalyst I don't like it that much nonsense I, but right? I, it's not enough to break the he didn't narrative. grow up on Marissa Tomei. Listen, it's, like, it's not enough like, to break the narrative for me. Like, it, it's, it's, that's the thing, though. Not you know, huge. I just don't think it's the coolest thing ever. Like, nobody has like a nine-year-old aunt these days. <laughs> you know, that's not like no no teenager has like an eighty-five-year-old aunt. Yeah. That's just not. That's true. That's not, I mean, back true in the day, story. back in the day when people had like fucking twenty kids yep. over. Mm. Yeah, 35 30 years, years. Yeah. you know it's, it's like your aunt could be your, your 50 aunt, years older exactly than you, you exactly know? so that that's a we, well, a, a, yeah, the story you ain't got no aunt as, that old the Especially story as can see plus you know 60 in, in 1965 you know a somebody who's 65 you know look different than somebody who's 65 today yes yeah. you know there's some 65 year olds I'm well and it fits because know. you know the vulture was like around the same age like a little older than Aunt May so but he was the younger in the movie right thing. yeah so I, I like it I'm, I'm down with it it, it's, it it makes the character I think it makes the character more contemporary even if it's not in keeping with it makes it more believable comic. I guess yeah you really yeah. couldn't imagine old Aunt May just like that's like, how, like, like granny 
Like, <laughs> Peter Parker spent most of his time spider like saving her from slipping falls. Over the three, like, he ever owned like medical alert. Like, over right. the three Spider-Man franchises, uh, Aunt May's gotten younger and younger. Because first, I don't know the original actors from the Sam Raimi movies, but she's exactly what you think—all old and you know, right. uh, with the white hair and everything. Then in the second series with Andrew Garfield, it was uh, Sally that. Field. Right, she was Aunt May, and even Sally <laughs> Field was like in her. 60s. She's in her 60s, or you know, well, I kind of forgot that second series. Yeah, I didn't watch any of those. No one, no one, I don't think I've ever seen any of them. Holy I like, I literally didn't watch any of them. I saw one of them. Oh, I saw the first one. Oh, Although I did, I did. Uh, then you got Mr. Tremaine, man. But I, uh, Sally Fields, though, Sally it, Fields. It, that felt like, you know, like a if, if Peter Parker is like a working class kid from Queens, yeah. you know, Sally Field feels like someone who's been like grinded you know it's like mm. she might be in her 50s but she looks like she's in her 60s just because yeah. she's been living that life mm. so so i i i bought that I, I bought her aunt may the most out of all the aunt mays mm. but marissa ooh, ooh yeah, marissa aunt aunt may right there. uh yeah it was a big thing in, in the first movie like all these guys kept hitting on her and then <laughs> like uh, i remember talking to some people and they're like that was kind of that was kind of crazy but like and this movie, it was, it wasn't that wasn't a her only part of her character. It was like she was blipped as well, and she talked about how she came in these people's apartment, like her old apartment, and um, and she's dating Happy now, and they talk about and they're not dating, dating, you know, thing going on. I, I really, I really you know. thought that was interesting. That was fun. I thought that I thought was fun. that was fun. I I thought that was fun. Because um, uh, I actually, honestly, I didn't much care for all the high school shenanigans. Um, I was like, kind of like, man, this movie up until Mysterio did his re- reveal, I was like, whoa, and then I was like, in I love it. it. I'm on. Yeah, it. I was in. It. So, um, so then, like, so next thing we gotta talk about is Phase Four. Oh, we got so, some Easter so, eggs, all right. Wait, that was that was one, and what was the other one? Is oh, there's there's a bunch. Well, I thought all right, there's a okay. there's um first of all the the elementals represent you know the Fantastic Four. One, you know, you got you got the earth, the fire, the water, the air, elementals, mm-hmm. and they even bought them all together. Yeah, and they point. said they were coming from a multiverse, which is also right. yeah. Hand, that, that, which I wanted to bring up is that is you the, thought they were going to bring right. in. Well, I've been saying that if you listen to the podcast, I'm saying they got a multiverse. Yeah, he's been saying this. Yeah. I've been out here. Yeah, and this is the first time they actually mentioned the six one six. If you know about which Marvel. is crazy, I got upset about that. Why this this movie can't be the six one six? The comic books. Or the six one six. That's, right. that's nonsense. I know. That's the yeah, he's lying. Oh yeah, and so that's not really the six one six because it's Mysterio. As you said, the god of what? Mischief. Right. I'm right. saying that's your man. Deception. Your man's was talking about that, but yeah. the fact that they did introduce the concept of a multiverse, uh, and then try to make it seem like it wasn't a thing, but it it is because these dudes went back and fractured space time to yeah. defeat Thanos. Like they already have delved into it so I'm hoping that that's what this leads right, to yeah or, or it just it doesn't it's the only hint. way to get the X-Men in the Fantastic, and the Fantastic Four, right. Four and there's another one though that the the blonde chick that you know makes him change into his costume yeah new Black Widow uh, uh Yelena no. Yelena no wait no, that's no. not no, oh sorry I I got some information for yeah, you yeah that's not oh. Yelena uh right. Yelena's gonna be played by um uh I think her name is P was her last name uh, Francis? No, it's not Francis. It starts with an F. Uh, yeah, but that's sorry. a prequel, though. Yeah, but that's who Elena's gonna be. It's not. They're not gonna have two actors. F- f- second of all, 
the actress who was like get changed into costume is a yeah. Victoria's Secret uh, model. She's not gonna be. All right, fair enough. But she she, re- she, she represents she can't a really black act. widow. Though. Yeah, <laughs> she said, he's, I'm just gonna call her the Black Widow. She's a supermodel. It's so a cosplay re- I, I Black think, Widow. Yeah, I think it represents. It could represent the the new Black Widow. It's it's the the theme. Yeah, blonde and whatever. Um, but as I was telling the like, she's German. Yeah. No. And if you didn't know in the comics, there is there was a second Black Widow, Yelena, uh, was her bowl of something. Right. Uh, who then becomes a villain? Uh, what's her name? She was trained in the Red Room. Whoa! Yep. It's like Belosha Lev. Right, and there's there's a few there's a few others, and there's a bunch of um, you know, st- you know Tony Stark. The you know, Tony Stark kind of looms large in this movie as the uh, you know the, the the loss of Tony Stark is a weight on Peter through the whole. Yeah, there's murals of him all over the place, and whenever like uh, you see it or uh, Spider-Man sees these murals, he gets sad and he's like, "Ah, my legacy! I gotta do this for Tony, my boss, so there the was best, some... the best Avenger of all time, so there Tony some... Stark." <laughs> like, it, really, Spider-Man? It's like it's okay. it's very interesting too how they have utilized. You know, I know that Robert Downey really did kickstart this universe, and he gets yeah. all the props. Yeah, but. Uh, it's an interesting play on the Marvel history to have everything be so hinged on this one character. Yeah. Literally, the guy. That's too much. They, I was like, "Son, it gets like, to me too." Right? From time I'm like, to time. "This is I'm it." Like, like oh, he did. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, come on. You know, which brings me to another good point. Uh, thing for me is that they got to stop playing with my man Nick Fury. Like yeah. they gotta put some respect on his name. Woo. If every episode oh is gonna be the Fast and the Furious, mm. I'm gonna be mad, son. He just pushing the web, even though I know this was a scroll mm-hmm. this time. Mm-hmm. But like Nick Fury mm-hmm. is like he's the original super soldier. He's the like This dude's seventy like, years old, man. He's he's seventy one now. Yeah, he's, but I'm saying yeah. like he got his eye taken out by the Cat flurgan thing. Listen, man, I can't, that's, like, that's not. He, I, he not. He's not the guy that he's supposed to be protecting the universe. Look, even in this, like, even with, even with, you know, that he has, ain't even as, been on the job for like as, twenty years. As like, conscious as some of the aspects of the MCU is gonna be, there's still, you know, you they they will erase black manhood at any point, <laughs> at any time. It's just it's just a given. And Captain Marvel just just went all in, you know. It's like you know, you know there are no black dudes in that writing writing room being like, "You're gonna do what, Nick Fury?" No, no. Exactly. You know, they, they, you know that was gonna happen. Like they just, they, you know, there's just just every there's just the eraser just waiting, just just like, ah, oh, got it, got right. it, reset, man, got it. Mm. I need. To, I need. Yeah, like, we love. We love Sam Jackson. We I love need, Sam Jackson. I need right? battle-hardened yeah. Nick Fury. I was just saying because it's about to be. Have they not based it on any of the white Nick Fury stuff? Like, no, no, no. None of the stuff has come from white Nick Fury. No, just that his title. Just that like, yeah, like, his name. Yeah, yeah. They don't, even, they don't like, even take the yeah. the black Nick Fury from the Ultimates because right, he was right. hardcore he was hard. too. He was hard. Yeah. He was like his scar was crazy, like. And, and they keep softening him up. And he oh, and yeah. he was and he was depicted as a super spy. Like he was like oh, yeah. the he the in the ultimate Nick Fury, he was kinda like James Bond. And basically he lost his eye in a fight with Wolverine. 
which is crazy. Yeah, that, that's how. And that's, that's how, a fight. That, that's how the ultimate. This guy fought well, a not, cat not, not, not necessarily a fight, or actually an adventure with Wolverine. It's like right. basically, he they show how he lost his eye. It's like he's like descending and like he's got like a fucking white suit and two guns and fucking black. Then he just wakes up with like next to Wolverine and with missing an eye. And Wolverine's got his paws clop popped. And he's like, "Oh man, you alive? Yep, you yeah, alive? Yep. And that's that's it. You know, is that that's dope. That's Nick Fury. I I don't I don't even know. This, this, I don't know who this guy is. No, and no, I don't well, this was the scroll. Well, but I know. But, but even when the scroll no. comes and he's like laying down there on the hollow, hollow deck, beach, you know, on the hollow beach, like yeah. he doesn't. He's supposed he to be again the guy in charge. And it bothered me in Infinity War mm-hmm. when he was the late, like when he was like, "Oh, let me use this old pager." After the ships had come, yeah. the Nick Fury that I know and love mm-hmm. was prepared for every eventuality, and he has not been shown to be the guy who should be in charge of planetary defense. And I think in the next phase, no. we were talking about like they're going to introduce the Krees and Scrolls, like really get into that stuff. And Nick just doesn't have the experience. I feel like in this universe. Well, it, it depends on who's writing him. <laughs> I mean, it, it really, they it haven't really, shown him it to really be depends. very. Like, like in in Age of Ultron, he shows up with the helicarrier, and he's he's he looks like he's a couple steps ahead. He's 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 a couple steps. Ahead. I I honestly and like man, I I want to be this dude, but I honestly feel like Captain Marvel ruined Nick Fury's character. Yeah, just just buddy buddy Nick. It, it that was rough. I mean, you know, I I I like. I liked the movie. I felt it. The only thing that made it weak for me is that I felt the villain was weak, but it it, it just got to me how much they just destroyed Dick Fury's character. I kind of wish they would just get rid of him and let Maria Hill be a badass. Yeah, because like just, in the com- in the comics, she's just his second or I don't know what she is in these movies, but she's just like his go-to. Like I also stand next to him and I shoot guns. Like what does she yeah. do? Like what does she do? I mean, in the like, comics, she's in the comics, bad she's, she she's sounds like, like she ends up leading Shield, and, and yeah. she's been there, and then she lead, does she go lead Sword for a bit, or yeah, yeah. They need to do some more shit. Or to do his son, son Nick Fury, Nick Fury Junior. Yeah, which they've done in the comics. Do you guys think uh, Nick Fury is in charge of Sword now? Sword. Uh, that's why he was up there. Maybe. That's why I was gonna bring up. Yeah. Is that if if you guys don't know in the comics, there's the Sword and the Shield. So what is Sword like? It's the otherworldly. It's the supreme off world. Uh, we should have looked that up. <laughs> it stands for something. It's an acronym for fighting in space. space. It's space shield, essentially, yes. right? Yes. Basically. Yeah, they're, okay. they're, they're the first defense against space stuff. For Earth. Yeah. So, it's... Uh, we, should, we should segue into what you're about to say. Yeah, no. To get into the Phase 4 stuff. Right. So, essentially, as this movie ends, he defeats uh, Mysterio because he gets his spider sense. He finally gets his power that he always has in comics, but whatever. And, uh... <laughs> right, it was literally part of the spider biting him. He had to, he had to learn that shit. He's like, oh, I, I gotta, gotta learn. Back. And they and they made it funny. They call it the Peter Tingle. They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. get your Peter Tingle. And then, uh, so it's jokes, and, like, I watch a lot of people. But how did they even know he had it if he had it? He, he talked. From time, from time to time, it he, happens. It happens randomly. It happens. It's like yeah. puberty. Yeah, it happens no, from time to time. It, in the MCU. It, in the yeah. MCU. You know, he yeah. had it. He's had it. Yeah, but, and, just, and he was talking to Aunt May about how like sometimes he. Gets but he went through a traumatic event, is what it was. He right. lost. He got blipped, and then came back and lost his mentor, mm. and is what I, yes, got from that. From that, nothing. yes, because it just wasn't working like well. Because he was, that's why he was afraid to bring his mm. suit. 
he was a kid who underwent trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, yeah, he, he, he gets his, his, uh, his groove back and hits spider sense, um, and he defeats Mysterio. And then, uh, the end of the movie, everything's happy. And, uh, the two, uh, end credit scenes happen. Um, uh, the scrolls, uh, reveal that, uh, they were, uh, the, who are these two people? I'm sorry. Uh, Heel and, um, Nick Fury. You see Nick Fury in space. Uh, that's the right. s- potentially sword, and they're, and they're being played. And those two scrolls were um, Talos and from from the Captain Marvel yeah, movie, Captain Marvel, played yeah. by Ben Mendelsohn, who's just killing it. Yeah, I love Ben Mendelsohn. Damn, sword! Um, All these acronyms. Sword is Ancient World Observation and Response Department. Yeah, there you go. They just be making stuff up. Yeah, just like to, to make it fit. Yeah, to make it fit. Uh, that's that's, that's, that's solid though. They, they observe in worlds. Out there, that's just, that's out just, there. They just wilding. They just, yeah. just wilding. <laughs> the ATF stands for alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> fire, political unrest, <laughs> stabilize society. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, the, um, um, so we're talking about how how this movie set up, how it it kind of closes, puts a kind of cap on phase three. And sets up stuff for phase four. So yeah. it kind of says, you know, phase three where is dealt with the whole, this is kind of the coda for that whole 20 something movie arc, one giant story, which is, again, a, a, a feat. This is the of 20, cinematic storytelling that's never been done. This is the 23rd movie. And will likely never be done again in the MCU. But it's amazing. It's amazingly done. And hats off to Kevin Feige for keeping all those cats wrangled. But um, yeah. so this this put a cap on that and sets up stuff for what's coming next. So we can see one, two things. One is that um, Peter Parker in the comics and part of what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man is that the he's never like things never go well for Spider-Man. He's always got a hard luck. Whenever something's going well, the shoe the other shoe always drops and it messes him up. And the the first. Um, theme the first um, stanger at the end of this movie sets that up it gives us the hard luck Spider-Man that we've frankly been missing because by the end of this movie he's the heir to Tony Tony Stark he's got the woman who is going to end up being the love of his life he's adored by millions and um, swinging around New York and everyone's like hey Spider-Man and then, boom, the other shoe drops. Mysterio. He did one last thing. Does one last thing. Or even, you know, you don't even know if his death is real. But yeah, he, does he better that, not be dead. He does that one last thing where he puts up a video of, of um, that's edited to make Spider-Man look like the villain. Yep. Then they show J. Jonah Jameson, uh, who plays like an Alex Ross kind of character. Um Alex Jones. Or, Alex sorry, Jones. Alex yeah, Jones kind like, of character. Uh, not, I'm sorry. Uh, not, not, not the <laughs> artist Alex Ross. Yeah, he's Alex like, Ross. he was painting. Right. He's awesome. Uh, he's oh, got an inf- I mean, he painted the, a That bar core's been hidden. Painted, he's, a, painted a false picture of Spider-Man. That, run, that run's hitting you. The Daily Bugle is, uh, is uh, InfoWars. It's an InfoWars kind of thing. Kind of thing. And, and of, they even uh, got to J.K. Uh, J.K. Simmons, JK Simmons to, to play. To right, his role. Which is great. He's the only one who can play J. Jonah Jameson. Right. And, no right. one played him in the Andrew Garfield movies. And so he, 
outs Spider-Man as Peter Parker and as a villain. So it gives us that hard luck Spider-Man thing coming down, which is good. And then the second stinger sets up what I think is going to be... There's been a lot of speculation. There's been two big story arcs from the comics over the past 20 to 30 years that they could draw on. One of them was Secret Invasion, in which the Skrulls had secretly infiltrated the Earth and and were imitating a bunch of uh, superheroes. And the other is the Kree Skull War, Skrull War, where basically there's this intergalactic war where Earth gets in the middle of it. And I thought for sure that they would be doing Secret Invasion because it seems to lend itself to the kind of thing that you could do. Like, one, you could do a soft reboot. You could recast all these characters because you could be like, okay, yeah. you know, these characters, you know, Captain America was a scroll. We get a new Captain America, whatever. All the Tony Stark was a scroll. You get a new Iron Man, whatever. You could do, you could conceivably do that. You could do a soft kind of reboot and continue these characters. They did not, it doesn't seem like they're going down that route. They seem like they're going down the Kree no. Scroll War yeah. route where basically it's an intergalactic war where Earth gets caught in the middle. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was, I think, what this culminated in what, like Operation Galactic Storm, like back in the day? Was that was that a thing? Yep, it was. That's when uh, Captain Marvel was Photon back right, then. Right, yep. And like Captain America and the Avengers go off world to do Operation Galactic Storm. And, and Black Knight was in and there the, too. And the Cersei and the Kree Scroll War. But anyway, that's what they that's what they could be. Yep, Cersei was in it. And um, they're introducing the Eternals. Oh, that could that could work. Okay. I, yeah. So maybe they're going that direction, and that's because the movies that are slated cool. for right now are the Eternals, Doctor Strange Two, uh, uh, Shang Shang Chi, Shang Chi, um, Master Captain, of Kung Fu, Captain Marvel Two. Um, uh, those are like. Was why closest I thing never heard of Shang Chi. He was yeah. No one yeah. No one has Shang Chi. Except for Shang Chi okay, was basically they they were like somebody. We they like need this. a Chinese. They are trying to market right. this to exactly. China. Exactly. And they so had, they're like they had the that's as far as they had to go. Shang Chi is basically is basically Bruce Lee. So yes. like, we like this Bruce Lee character. We like this guy. This enters the dragon kid. He's great. Yeah. We'll make Shang Chi not Bruce Lee. Well, and it was a genre <laughs> comic. It was like, oh, yeah. you know, he's a master of kung fu. That's what he did. That and and in much the same way that Nick Fury books were, yeah, like that spy, spy right. psychedelic mm. kind of thing. So Shane Chi's been there. He was in uh, Hickman's Avengers, which led right. up to the Infinity. Uh, but he's a better Iron Fist than Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah. Say. he's like Iron Fist, except for he don't need no magic powers. Right, does that? He's and, just the peak physical condition. He doesn't have. It, it, it's 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 difficult to Pretty kind of bring to fold that character into Bet you the, su- magic the superhero yeah. genre, but it is it is easy to fold him into the kind of spy agents of Shield kind of thing. I just don't. I think Shang Chi is is a is a great character. I I, I used to read his book, um, and as long as he doesn't get like nerfed and thrown around by somebody I'm, I'm, I'm good with it he's he's like the real karate kid from Legion of Superheroes right right remember how they if you ever uh, not the Daniel Sun one but in the Legion of Superheroes they had a character called Karate Kid in Val Armor and his power was just he knew a bunch of martial, martial arts right. 
And he, he invented his own form of uh, martial arts centering around the Legion flight ring. Hey, hey, he, he, there was an episode, there was an art in, in that arc, like he figured out how to use some weird nerve lock and held Superboy. Yeah, I, yes. Yeah, he, I really, lock, lock Superboy down for like five seconds. He, he was like, like, yeah, he's, like he's like, get the goddamn kryptonite. <laughs> this is so, enough. So that's dope. Uh, but so yeah, so Shang-Chi would be, is it, I think it'd be a solid the equivalent of that, right? Uh, addition to that because, you know, they already had Iron Fist in the TV series. Right. So they can't really bring him over to the MCU. Uh, and I think that a dope martial arts Marvel movie could be pretty. I'm, like, I'm, I'm down. I, like I'm totally like the choreography. Like you get John Wicky on him. <laughs> John Wicky. Like, um, Wick esque. So um, he can't. Can he punch robots? That's what I need to know. He's not Magnus Robot Fighter. Yeah, I need to know deep if he can guy. punch <laughs> Ultron. That's a real robot. deep one. Wow. Can he punch an Ultron robot? He he got he got like vibrating brass knuckles or some shit. Okay. He's like, Bam! Yeah. And they introduced that in the Hickman run, like, because uh, Tony Stark obviously like just be giving away stuff, like yeah. like iPads and like yeah, here's, you here's want some vibrating knuckles, you yeah, you want this ho- hollow holographic <laughs> knife set, like you get one. Okay. Uh, so they'll probably do something, but like a lot of it is training. Like he would be able to hit the weak point to hit an Ultron, because okay. he could sense it. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's the no. Yeah, I mean, um, if they got Hawkeye up there, they got the he's the master yeah. of martial arts. Yeah, and and Doctor Strange too. Sure. Um, um, I, I love Benedict Cumberbatch's take on it. I'm interested. I hope they go big with Captain Marvel too. I want to see her. I want to see Carol like doing some straight up cosmic shit. I'm I'm I'm. Oh, they're also doing a As Guardians of the Galaxy too. Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah. 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 That's that's like the last on the. On but the we gotta talk about because they're mad at yeah. James. We talk about Eternals though. Eternals. That's gonna be sure. some weird shit. So, like I asked earlier, to me, the Eternals are like uh, Marvel's versions of the New Gods, which is uh, DC's weirdo, wacky god, space people. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, uh, it seems like you guys weren't that feeling the Eternals as characters that much. Well, the, they, because they're, they're, they're weird. Basically, the idea is that the Celestials, who, if you see the movies, they're like the big, giant, giant cosmic beings... With kind of like look like beekeeper suits, and uh, like they're in the Guardians of the Galaxy, there were there was a base in one of their heads. The head, yeah. Um, they came and experimented on ancient humanity and created in in the lore in the comics lore they created um, the, the X gene, the, okay. which led to mutants eventually, and the Deviants and the Eternals, and the Deviants were just these, these random mutant beings who are offshoots of humanity and the Eternals were um, basically these kind of optimized humans who would just never change and just live forever and and um, so they were the template for and that was they were supposed to be like okay the, all the stories of ancient gods and religions were based on these eternal characters and, and devils so the deviants right. and, and the celestials didn't just do that on earth they did, they did it, it on, on different Planets as well. Right. Okay. Uh, All in an effort to kind of do this grand cosmic experiment. So far, the only person who's kind of signed up to be an Eternal is Angelina Jolie. Well, technically, Thanos is an Eternal as well. Yep, theoretically. He's an Eternal of Titan. Um, Oh, that's a whole different. Oh, man, a Titan. (laughs) I'm sure he is. All right, we've got to go down there and explain that shit. Right. 
Um, yeah, I don't want to get too far off. No, uh, so from, and from and so eternal. It's a it's a very basic. You know, the the Marvel had just done Inhumans, okay. and the Inhumans are literally the Kree's uh, attempt to recreate these same experiments right. with another population on Earth, mm-hmm. except for the Inhumans were way more interesting because they had the Terrigen Mists and they every power they got created a different like every time you know, everyone got a different power and they yeah. looked different as opposed to like Eternals. here's like Eternals and they're all pretty and they have powers and they're yeah, the and gods you, and you don't and really know the what deviants. they do like one guy is fast and one guy flies and has eye beams and serves they can change stuff transmute things transmute things but Makari's the fast one uh, there was the persuasive one and there's Zephyr, like the Verger, this one guy so here's my take on it. I think it has to be a really good director, like like a James Gunn, who like brought the Guardians. Like, no one knew about the Guardians of the Galaxy except for hardcore right. uh, uh, comic book. It people. still amazes me that that you, they took fucking Drax Destroyer and Jax, Rocket Groot, Raccoon and Rocket and made them billion dollar IPs. IPs, right? So essentially, nothing. and it's, well, no, no, because they had Bendis writing that. Right, but that, still, man, the, like the, that, that. I was surprised that comic did so well. But still, he, man, that's, that's the comic world. That's, I'm talking, that's like I'm talking difference between throwing a bullet and shooting it. I mean, yeah, that's yes. like a whole different thing. Yeah. So, no, well, you knew those characters are like you have a talking raccoon. Right. Like that's yeah. Mark. That's Disney dream. That does <laughs> for me. I like that's easy money. You said you the House of Mouse was like let's get another mascot. In a in a tree that says I am Groot, like that sounds like easy but money. But in the books, Groot's not cute like that. So they yeah, yeah, but, but that's they what I'm turned saying. him mad cr- cute and like made him marketable. No, he's to he's actually kind of funny in the book. He's, he's, he's not he's attractive the comic. looking. They write he like he's drawn all weird. Yeah, but he's drawn all like scraggly and like like jagged. But, but they still not all the time. Then he was smaller. Like <laughs> they, they Disney yeah. yeah, they they've they've utilized over through all his years. Uh, he's been different things, but that's like easy fruit for me. Like, yeah, they were a weird group, but like on the surface, they're the easiest to market to kids and other people. It's a tree, a talking tree that says one funny line <laughs> in different intonations, and it's a flying right, yeah. space raccoon with guns. With guns, like that's, that's the opposite of Disney. Yeah, yeah. no. That sounds like what that's the best. The accessories. That, that's real, though. That's kind of like, like that's it's like, easy, like we, it's like we don't have a toy money. story. Now we can do like a toy yeah. story. Like, that's easy money. And then they get, you know, they get some like, badass girls, look pretty nice. But they a kept... funny all American hero. And yeah. then you're good. That's like the easiest. <laughs> like a blue, a blue black. girl and a green girl. <laughs> and a, fun, a funny guy who and loves a funny classic rock. <laughs> that just sounds like how you. Yes, that's going to be a million dollar franchise. Right. Right. Come on. That's billion. With billion. Yeah, 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 I'm saying, I don't like, see it, but I guess. That's right. the easiest. No, I get it. All right, think of another. Like, I'm just saying. But I don't know how you translate that to the Eternal Zone. Right? It looks yeah. like these weird. These, these, these characters are just like. I, that's the thing. Even when I was reading the comics, I was like, why, why, are, why are these guys not either just like ruling the world, ruling, just yeah. being like being like ridiculous tyrants? Like I'm just. I don't even know what their motivation world. was actually. Like Icarus exactly. and all those guys. Like, uh, what's the other one who stood in for Hercules for a bit? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Icarus is the only one. Icarus and Cersei, the man. only ones I remember. Mackay. You've blown my mind with the Guardians. Deep. Right, I'm just yeah, saying. It is true. This was, this was, it was, was like, easy. Maybe it was. It was. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. I don't think so. Yeah, but you got me. That. I don't think so. But you got me. I can't <laughs> yeah. 
the talking. Maybe there's some internal shit going on. A foul mouth raccoon with guns, like that doesn't. Like that, that doesn't, doesn't go with Disney. Well. Yeah. It goes but well. But it did. <laughs> like if you if you water it down Val. to what they put out, yes. But yeah. that doesn't easily translate on paper. Because I seen Rocket. The first time I saw Rocket was in uh, the fighting game. What's the fighting game you love? Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. That's, that's because of that's, the Guardians movies. That's, he's only in the game because of the Guardians. No, I saw him no, way before. That. I saw him like Rock, 15 th- years this ago. This is dude. the only My dude, I saw Rocket. Capcom game he's in. That game came out after the first Guardians movie. I saw him in those games way before. Rocket was... Ah, uh, look it up. Look it up. He was. He was looking it up now. They were. He was. He was. He was in the. He was in that game way before these movies. Dude. But what? No. And oh yeah. Comet. Did you read those? This is why I knew who he was. <laughs> I'd seen him. I, I, he was I, I, shooting. I, I, he was. Like, he was in three. But okay, that's what I, I'm talking I'm about. I'm pretty sure three wasn't. <laughs> also or the, whatever. I don't know they, what, which the, game was. The Neil Gaiman did an Eternals run where he basically kind of kind of redid the idea and basically. The Eternals are kind of Earth's defense mechanism, and the idea was that the Eternals were basically guarding guarding a celestial baby that was growing in Earth's core, and the idea was to kind of like preserve the Earth until the the child would mature and then destroy the planet or something like that. Which was uh, originally from Earth X, that Alex Ross right uh, story with oh, who's yeah. the writer. That was literally yeah, yeah, what it was yeah. about, is that the Earth was changed because of the, there's always a uh, celestial baby on a planet and the vibranium in it balance. Right, right, right. Game of that? Powers. that was Alex Ross in Yo. Yes. Like Chris Jack. Nope, that was the other one. Uh, Jim Kruger. Jim Kruger, alright. Yeah. It's great. If you never saw that, all of them Earth X, Universe X, Paradise X, some of the best Marvel tales. Kind of like. Good stuff. Hits at the end. It's like the kingdom come of the Marvel Universe. Hmm. Yeah. Alright. Um, so, uh, let's just. I. I, I think yeah. that's enough for, yeah, that's just, for now. Yeah, I, we can go scores. Up. Yeah, let's let's just do scores and like just talk about anything you want to talk about with, right. the, with the movie and well, give your score. All right, I I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I think as far as things it did right, um, it, I guess if I had any critique is is that it was almost. Too, I mean, at this point, it's almost too slick. It's almost too polished. Okay. It's kind of like, um, and it might have sacrificed a little bit of the feeling. Like, it didn't feel fresh. But that's just me being, like, super picky. So I'm getting a four and a half SJs oh. just because it just, I mean, it, it just, the pacing, everything, every, it, it just flowed really well. Everything was done right. The characterizations, all that. Four and a half SJs, and um, you know, uh, just because I can't give a movie no star screams, um, I'm going to give it. You know what? I, I can't. I don't really have a thing that that it did wrong. I guess it, I'll give it a, a star scream just because it's like, and that's like where it's like this is. Too slick. Oh, I got, right. I got some star screams. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll give it. I'll give it. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll give it one star scream just just because it it didn't you know the the chances it it didn't take any chances like everything is just in in that Marvel like slot. It's just like all right, we got we know what we're doing. We're just throwing this out there and just putting it in the machine and it's coming out. That's that's what I'm doing. Four and a half, one and a half. All right. All right. It's Force One and Only. And I'm pretty much feeling the same way that uh, Corwinder is feeling. I feel like most of us here is a solid movie. And I'm going to give it four and a half SJs as well. Um, I thought it was great fight scenes. The scene with the drones in the hallway uh, was great. That one that... Um, Laser Beam was talking about that original the the crazy psychedelic Mysterio like I haven't wanted to see a 3D movie in a bit and I kind of want to see it again 3D looks good in 3D um, and you know maybe even take some psychedelics and go see a psychedelic movie because oh, uh, it, it was solid and that the the drone hallway scene uh, reminded me of that Daredevil scene don't from do the that series. in summer um, yeah I'm trying not to do don't that. take no hallucinogenics and see that Oh, no. So and I, I thought they really got the feel. Like Tom Holland's a great Spider-Man. He, you know, I had said for a bit. I wish if they rebooted it, they would just like time jump ahead before Tom Holland got cast. And because I, I was tired of seeing the high school Spider-Man. There's so many better Spider-Man stories than the origin and rebooting the character. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I saw Tom Holland, I was like, he got it. He has the excitement, the enthusiasm. Um, they do a great job of making it feel like it's Spider-Man. The movement of him on the screen, uh, it's dynamic. It's it's really cool. And I also want to give a shout out to Zendaya as MJ. And yep, I really, she was a just an unsung hero. You know, the traditional MJ from the books and a lot of the movies is this kind of like damsel in distress. She's just the pretty girl who Peter Parker wants. You know, she's like the Betty from Archie Comics kind of thing. But this MJ is, you know, sullen but smart, and she actually participates. And I thought that was dope. She's out there with the Mace, like Young Hawk Girl, Murder Murder Mace. The MJ stands oh, for go. something. Mace Windu, I call her. That's yeah. <clears throat> So shout out to that. Um, and then in terms of Star Screams, I'm going to give it one just because it felt a little long like there was a couple scenes I think they could have cut down it was a longer running movie and that was long it, you yeah, know there's there some just a little bit that. a little bit here uh, and there I think we could have taken off but for the most part uh, it was refreshing it, you know like as Catalyst said it was lighter than some of these other movies it was good coming off of Endgame and uh, it was solid all around hit the villain's great the hero's great the supporting cast is great uh, the writing is dope. There's very few lines that I thought were super cheesy. So, you know, that's me. Four and a half SJs. One star screen. Mm. All right. I guess I'll be Uh-oh. hot man out Uh-oh. here. Because <laughs> um, I like the movie a lot. But um, So I'll start with my star screams because they're screaming at me. Uh, <laughs> star screaming. Uh, I'm going to give it three star screams Whoa. because mm. I had a lot of problems with this movie. Um, but the things I liked I I'll, mad, outweighed the things I disliked but the first half of this movie to be uh, quite honest I was kind of bored 
I did not like any. I really didn't like. I didn't hate it, but I didn't like any of the high school hijinks. Yeah, like high school drama. I was like, this right, high right, school right. hijinks. I was like, You nah. say you don't watch Riverdale? <laughs> I do not. I'm a grown-ass man, I'm dog. A, I'm a grown-ass man, and I do not have time <laughs> <laughs> for these high school <laughs> hijinks. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Like, the classic, all this. Like, there's only one mix-em-up movie that I actually, like, love. That's Oscar, starring Sylvester Stallone. Do you guys know that movie? <laughs> I love Oscar. Damn, all right. All that's, that's the only mix-em-up movie I like. Like, ooh, I didn't know where I put this thing, and I put it over here. And then I'm like, ooh. This. And that also stars Marissa Tomei, so maybe that's why. That's <laughs> okay. And so, but like, this, <laughs> God damn. Tim Curry, Marissa Tomei. <laughs> <laughs> like um but like it's so much in this early, early part of this movie is like all this stuff and it's like oh he's got the drone and like brad's gonna send the picture and he's gotta stop you know in the bus that scene was like really it's like oh peter sit down and everybody's like whoa and his teacher <laughs> martin star is his teacher i, I like them in the first movie a lot more than this one this one, yeah, I did him, not like him, him and JB Smooth were like they were they, miss, super. They were miss. Those I, are funny dudes in real they life. Are super miss. They yeah. were miss in this movie. They were like, oh, do this, kids. Oh, yeah. you better do that. Yeah, they, kids. they were extra. Miss. I was like, oh, yeah. take this ambient and go. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. that was actually when they were still serviceable. And then, like, <laughs> after that, every time the JB Smooth told a bad <laughs> joke, I was like, God, I was like, damn, they kept these scenes. Exactly. Like, God. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So I was like that. Um, that was like really uh, it was not doing it for me. Um, and uh, essentially, yeah, essentially though that was uh, that was a lot. And I'll, I'll let's start it off. Let's get it popping because I did not like Zendaya as MJ. Zendaya? I don't know. Zendaya. Wow. Zendaya. You said Yo, she wasn't ruining the movie for me. Exactly. She definitely didn't stand up. Yeah, mm. she didn't. All right, all right. I can go. Yeah, he's trying to get punched by all of the minority women. <laughs> yes. Out there. Like, <laughs> yes. Right? Keep, keep, <laughs> all right, I keep going. Right, talk about it. Talk about it, though. <laughs> well, what'd you say? Say what she's got to say. Um, I just I just thought, uh, I just, I'm not liking her performance. I don't, I, I, I don't like, I'm just not feeling it with her. I, I like that she was engaged and she's, like, doing stuff, but the, um, uh, uh, I don't know. It, it could be this. It could be me, my mentality, or something. But uh, some something's like way off with how she like responds and talks to people. Um, I guess that's just the new wave that I'm not. Yeah. I'm not Jeez. feeling. <laughs> you talking so, about Oscar? So she, yeah. only got, she only got one name, so I assume is she's a musician. Oh, she originally yeah. an actress. Like I don't even know what her origin yeah, is. She started. As a, oh, she Disney. She started. Kid? She's oh, a Disney she's kid. okay. So she's, she's a Disney just kid. okay. Um, and she's in that. Uh, is she in that new HBO show? She was yeah, a cheetah girl. She, she was a yeah. cheetah girl. She, not she a cheetah know. girl, but she uh, had a show with uh, another Disney girl, and they had their high school hijinks. Okay, so and all this. younger cheetah girls. Because I'm yeah. old now, I just realized. Yeah, that. no, they're younger than Cheetah Girls. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome uh-huh. to your thirties. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's yeah, they're always re- new replacements. So, um, cause I yeah, um, it's all good. And then like the fact, oh, the last thing that like that bothered me was all this like I got to keep my identity secret. Where he's like flipping around with his mask off and like doing a whole bunch of stuff. Like when he's on London Bridge and then him and uh, MJ go and kiss. There's 
cameras all over uh, London and like the bridge and stuff and like uh, and like when this fight's happening there's no like there wouldn't be any people with cell phones any cameras on a helicopter everybody would have seen him everybody would have seen his face like okay I I said that I said that to my brother in the first scene where he flipping all over the place with no mask on yes and and I'm like yo nobody saw your man man jump that's on YouTube he he gonna be on World Star in an hour like literally everybody they gonna be he put a little mask on he put a little marquee mask on so you you trying to tell me there's nobody far away on a building in like oh shit it's this hey, dude yo, yeah do like, you know how far on. and do you know how fast he's moving I do know how fast yo, he's moving people yo, film tornadoes people he's film not the tornadoes. flash are you the comic book man or what <laughs> he, <laughs> he's not but, the flash my man but he's, he's spider-man yeah and he's faster <laughs> he's, than your average man he's, he's not able my to eyes go average man no, no my average man is like is like me I'm like no the average man is like and you wouldn't be able to see I wouldn't be able Whoa, to. I wouldn't that, be able to run as fast as him, but I can see it. I can see a cheetah absolutely. run. Like, absolutely. Like, come on, dog. Yeah, like, you could see. Yes, yeah, so you would see something moving around. You're not going to be a able kid to. Kid and khakis and a plaid shirt zoom, with a backpack. Zoom and enhance, dog. <laughs> no, zoom it's not. and enhance. We don't, we don't got that technology. <laughs> that technology has been around on CCTVs for ages. Yeah, but not in not it's in that city, crazy. son. I'm not. Well, I'm accept saying. Accept it. Accept it. I'm not. Accept it. He, we would have seen the no, world would have seen who he that guy is. He would have been Peter Parker from the first twenty minutes. Nope. I said that before. Yes. Nope. So that was that was the nope. three. That's my three star screens. Nope. All right. Uh, all right but but right. my I'm, SJs. I'm, oh oh. I can, okay. I can see both sides. Of that. Okay. Yeah. So but my SJs. But I give it four SJs because I really liked Mysterio once he revealed himself. I love it. It was a callback to the Civil War. It made that mediocre movie uh, way better because uh, he's like it's. Tony's uh, illusion therapy, which he acronymed, called it uh, B-A-R-F. Barf. <laughs> Barf was and then, good. And then that the scene they added with uh, Mysterio like being real mad because he's the creator of that hologram right. technology. He's like, what? And it's like, that's a <laughs> good motivation. And it was funny and it was actually legit. And he's like this genius and all these tech geniuses. And then the other guy who Obadiah Stane, played by uh, Jeff Bridges in the original Iron Man, yells at. He's like, Tony Stark! built that suit in a cave <laughs> like the guy he yelled at is uh the is creator a, of the drones creator of the drones and he's an actor from his name's william bingsley he's an actor from uh uh i've never seen this movie christmas story yep uh christmas kid or whatever he gets his tongue stuck on a pole everybody <laughs> loves it <laughs> uh so uh he's actually yeah um so it wasn't like when I originally thought I was like, oh man, they pulled this actor, this like extra out of nowhere. Like, nah, not really. He's good friends with John Favreau. Like, come to find out. But, um, but still, it's a real good callback to bring back some people. And I like that Mysterio had a bunch of sidekicks. Like, uh, that's again, that's actually yeah. a very rogues gallery yeah. kind of villain kind of thing of having a bunch of you know minions and sidekicks. And I like as finally like an MCU like person had really had that because these cats are really like ruthless with their. Minions and like I love they had like somebody whose job was just to steam his cape. Yes, so exactly. Like, like, is that cape going to be ready? I'm going to shake the queen's I hand. I need that cape to be she ready. Gotta, that's her job. Cape gotta be shot. Gotta he was shake. James Brown. <laughs> and so that's shot. a dream right there, man. And so the last thing about that that I love is that it was a movie within a movie. Essentially, uh, it was a meta take on movies because essentially, uh, 
which is a, a deep cut of little that I do know of Mysterio, is that his original thing was he was a VF, uh, special yes. effects yes. A guy in the comic books. Uh, and essentially, that's what this Mysterio was doing. Essentially, he was making his own movie. Because like when they were doing that practice scene, he's like, whoa, look Run at this. Back, he's yeah. running back. Yeah. He's like, exactly. he's more, like a yeah. director. Essentially, they, it's like this meta take on filmmaking. Yes. He's the director and all these other people. So like, she's in charge of costumes. This guy's in charge of special effects, and like this guy's in charge of like the drones is the cameraman. Cameraman, yeah. yeah, like cameras, yeah. And it was like he's like, I gotta have all this stuff, and like he's this this meta take on filmmaking and directors and, and stuff. So I thought that was real dope. So that's that, and all the reasons you guys said why you liked it, I also liked it as well. I give it four SJs, three star screens. <laughs> all right, laser beam. That was the hottest of takes. Thanks. That shit was fuego. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna probably be last and way least in that. But uh, uh, I enjoyed the movie thoroughly. Um, I thought that, like I said, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was great. Um, the sequences, every fight sequence was was top notch. Um, the only thing that like you know stood out for me was the fact that they thought putting a Mardi Gras hat on my man was like enough to <laughs> to <laughs> disguise him. Um, it, he even stood in like stationary spots during that fight, like in places where people were running away. But either way, we won't go there. Um, that detracted, but the fight scenes themselves, the way he slung, the way it looked, like how authentic it felt. Oh, yeah, great. Um, so those all appealed to me. Um, the story was actually pretty darn good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one of the big things that, as we already said, was hard to explain was what happens to this high school and all these kids after uh, such a, an event. Um, and I think they gave a very good description and did a lot to uh, support how that's believable. Uh, so as far as SJs go, because I'm going to start with those, I'm going to give it four SJs. Um, you know, by, by no means a perfect film, um, but a very enjoyable one. Um, and then for Star Screams, I'm going to give it two. Uh, for the same reasons Laserbeam said, those JB Smooth and whatever my other man's Mark name, Star. my Mark, that like lame. Like lame. I, I was lame. I was sitting in a movie theater saying, thinking the same thing. And I'm glad was, you brought that up. Yep. I was like, man, JB Smooth is normally funny. And they're trying so yeah, hard. They are, really are. Like, yeah, like they, they go out of their way. You're negative to points for this. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. So uh, the jokes were trite. They kind of fell flat. But the cool part is, is the people who weren't trying to make jokes made funny enough jokes that like they supplemented for those. And so it wasn't a huge detraction. Like you could keep watching after you saw these uh, transgressions. Um, my other big point of uh, discontent is, uh, I guess, kind of what Laserbeam said, but not quite. Um, the the high school shenanigans all just kind of led to him being in the right place at the right time. And what happens if they decided to go to, I don't know, Spain, you Brazil. know, something like that, you know what I'm saying? Instead Brazil. of something else, you know, like, and all it takes is your school, like not letting you go somewhere. So I just thought the happen chance on which, you know, he got to be a superhero was, was pretty nuts. Even if he wasn't trying, you know, like if, if, it was meant for him to be a superhero. I'd like to see something like he's in Brazil, for example, and the stuff's going down, you know, in Italy or whatever. And, and you know, somebody comes scoop him up in a quick jet, and then he pop out. You know, you know what I'm saying? He's a real superhero. Um, so that detracted for me. It was just too coincidental. Um, so two star screams. Um, okay. Yeah, and, and that's how I felt about it. Um, but overall, a, a good experience. A good experience. Um, I can't wait to see what they do next in the MCU, uh, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate your your, your patronage. Um, we are the Begin Podcast.
Thanks. Like, subscribe, Thank you. Love you. comment, share.